Now, being a half-blood can get you killed in painful, nasty ways. Dungeons and Dragons can do the same. This is Fandom Encounters Dice and Demigods. I am your Dungeon Master, Matt, and we have playing with us tonight BJ, Alistair McGivens, Alan, I'm Petrie, Bobby, Lyra and Bertamore, and Matt. I'm Galen. Let's see what we have in store for ourselves. Last time on Dice and Demigods, our heroes fought valiantly at the side of the goddess of the dawn, Aurora, in the goddess of vengeance, Nemesis, taking down the western wind, the first of the four wind gods facing these kids. They took down one, kind of, but his true form is still out there somewhere. But as it stands... The Sun Council members are accounted for, as far as they know. Aurora is protected. They've dealt with Akicha as well. And our heroes, alongside a couple of their allies, Tyler, Brandon, Aurora, and Nyx, find themselves safely in Las Vegas. So, when we last left off, everyone... <laughs> oh, nice. Mommy's in the car. Uh, when we last left off, everyone had gone to bed in Vegas, essentially sleepwalking their way into the Sin City. You guys were able to sort of, like, just follow Nemesis's coattails as she got a room and everything ready. So, assuming that you guys are, like, about to go to bed, is there anything... I think Galen had passed out already. Um, yeah, he, he is passed out. Is there anything that you would have wanted to have prepped the night before, Callie? Or done the night before. Let's say Nemesis, like, basically you guys got into, like, out of the desert into, like, a shady motel. Nemesis got, like, a room that everyone has piled into, and the parking lot is full of these garbage vehicles that you guys got to limp this far. No, I don't think I have anything I wanted to do. I'm just really excited about this level up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got some very sick spells. <laughs> yes. Uh, essentially, everyone crashes in bed as fast as humanly possible. Lyra probably pulling out a bunch of Twinkies from her magical m lunchbox, and everyone eating, slowly nodding off one by one. As you guys go to sleep here in Las Vegas, Callie and Galen, give me wisdom saving throws. Okay, well, you know, right off what the bat. A, right, what a great way to start. Starting uh, is this, uh... I'd say there's a magical component to this, even if it isn't a spell, so you can, like, your armor will give you advantage. Uh, that's a 12 for me. <laughs> it's an 11? Ooh. It's a 9 and a 10. Oh my goodness. Um, both of you toss in turn a lot. It, it, part of it is because everyone is like sharing a room, so there's just like blankets and pillows on the ground. Uh, people are like sleeping in the bathtub. It is a rough scenario. So basically, this room full of demigods, everyone is having nightmares of west winds getting caught, picking them up in hurricanes and spinning them around everywhere 
But because of the proximity to Vegas, Callie, as you slip into a dreaming state, you hear like just little like the clacking of mandibles approaching in the darkness as in your dream you are sitting with silken threads spread before you uh, doing your best to cobble together these threads into a silver garment. Who, who, who all is doing that? Uh, it is just like you sitting in the darkness as like you can hear like skittering almost just like just beyond where you can see does it sound like spiders or does it sound like like what are we what I'd are say we it feeling? sounds like spiders <clears throat> like it's definitely the same like Ugh. presence as in Arachne's office in the underworld uh, am, am I like lit up like you know, like in like when you're like in. Oh the yeah, room, like it's like, almost like stuff. there's a spotlight on you. Yeah, and then I'm just gonna be like, all right, well, come on, <laughs> whatever, whatever's gonna happen. I this, this, this. Callie unimpressed gestures the darkness. <laughs> like, come on, let's get this over with. I I don't know, you yeah, the spider sounds <laughs> aesthetically really cool. I get it, kind of gross. Though, it works. So. It's gross, but it works. Okay. And, like, you feel this cold breeze, like, tickles the back of your neck as this dark shadow looms over you, and you hear, like, it almost sounds, like, you can feel this breathing kind of on your shoulder, but the voice sounds far away. You escaped my web, but there are others waiting. Are you a Rackney? Yes, darling. God, we have got to work in your presence. Like, that's just... <laughs> and, like, you turn, like, you are face-to-face, and she sounds far, like, almost, like, very tinny. Like, yeah. and, like, with your, like, with your knowledge of every different type of magic, there, like, you see, like, almost like this is a shell of a Rackney. Mm-hmm. Are you... Are you okay? <laughs> no. Thanks to you children. So... Uh, coming from the lady who tried to jump me. Inhale. Ah! Okay. I did what I did to appease those above. Those... You did what you did to save your ass. Unfortunately, now, you chose the one to save yours. <sighs> I've been alive for thousands of years! <laughs> Pissed off teenagers. Uh, and uh, give me a uh, weaving check. Uh, so give me a dexterity check with this advantage, because you're not proficient in weaving tools. This is a dexterity check? Yes. Um, I would, I would let, it, I would also let it be a wisdom check as like a knowledge of this craftsmanship. You want to roll? Did you roll a natural one? I didn't roll a natural one. 
I rolled two. <laughs> uh, as oh, Arachne like screams, no. you're like weaving this like spider silk together into like it almost looks like it's like a jacket or like a robe, and you just stop like no, I'm done. And you uh, like with a natural like you epically fail at this weaving and it fails so catastrophically you control the rest of your dream and you just like push arachne away and you instead just take over and start doing your own thing oh my god uh but why i don't weave i weave lyra's better at this it's like just throwing the whole shit away uh (laughs) and speaking of weaving uh as lyra goes to fall asleep uh lady l shout out from the comment section she uh, almost like meditatively, cat got his back. Uh, weaves the nemesis symbol, this broken wheel, onto the lapel of her jacket. Almost like someone may wear like a pin on their lapel. She has this nemesis broken wheel on one side. She places it there with the uh, celestial weaving tools. As she does this, like slow, repetitive like almost a doldrum sound uh, eases Galen to sleep and uh, not confronted by nightmares mm-hmm. of the past necessarily Galen uh, you are not weaving with a giant spider but you are in the woods where spiders may frequent uh, but not quite as frequently as you this area feels familiar thanks to the divine intervention from Aurora You, uh, it feels like you're remembering where you are. This is the clearing. You've seen it a couple times through visions of magic. You are able to sort of place this. Aurora gave you some forewarning as to like this was on the horizon. And you get the sense that almost it's that same feeling again. You're looking through a uh, pensive. You're looking through a lens at what is to come. And you see uh, two definite paths spread before you. You see uh, your mom kind of laid in front of Aurora almost like on this, like one of these sun tables that you guys have seen the gods or people trying to use the gods to like sacrifice them on. Um, Aurora is there kind of standing behind your mom and these paths spread before you. Uh, Normally your Horizon Walker stuff is just automatic but give me a nature check. The 13. Uh, you get the sense that these portals that you are seeing are being conjured by you. Like, these are choices that are coming from yourself, not ones that are being shoved onto you. And even, like, in your sleep twilight mind, you also detect a portal to another realm in Vegas somewhere. Like, these ones are in your mind, but there's a real one here somewhere. Is she is she looking at me? Aurora? Uh, she's looking in your direction, but not expectantly. It's almost like a very calm, confident, like, like almost like, like she's like waiting for when you are ready. Where is this portal going to take me? These two portals. One could be for you. One could be for your mother. This is your test. It will be here when you are ready, when you are rested, when you and I can take some time to delve into this. 
you passed out in the middle of the battlefield, exhausted. This has been weighing on you. Perhaps this could be bring clarity, relief, uh, finality in some sense, perhaps. You got that right. But for now, it may be best for you to simply rest. I... I go up to Aurora, my mother, and is it possible to, like, touch my mom at yeah. all? Like, uh, you walk up, like, place a hand, like, on, like, almost like grabbing your mom's hand as she sleeps. Um, looking down, it is the hand of, like, the 21-year-old version of yourself, um, older, maybe even more confused than you are as a 14-year-old. Um, and as, like, you take her hand in yours... You kind of look to the two sides, like the two portals that exist here, um, and you almost see like a version of yourself as a 21-year-old on one side, a version of yourself as a 14-year-old on the other portal, and uh, give me a perception check. Okay, uh, 24. There are two portals which seem to imply a binary choice. But as like you take your mom's hand in yours, you feel like this little, like a little ember of some sort of power flicker inside of her. This connection is it's familiar. You can feel it inside of yourself as well. It's this like little remaining power of Helios that's still in her. And for just a moment, you think you see like other portals between those two, forming more of an arc than a line. And then they sort of fizzle down until, like, zooming out, it feels like it's just you and your mom. Aurora is miles away. The portals are miles away. holding onto her hands, gripping really tight. I say... I don't know which one I can take to keep you alive. And that's the thing that really is hurting me the most. I don't know if it's the one where I'm older or the one where I'm younger, but... God, I wish we never came here. I wish I never did what I did. And I get on my knees, and I just rest my head on her stomach. You kneel down, rest your hand on her stomach. In In this instant, like, as you kneel down, you are not 21, you are not 14. You feel like you are eight years old being comforted by your mom flashing back to a memory where it was thundering outside but she found you guys like a cave to sleep in as you're curled up in her lap and Galen you rest up exhaustion free uh, and sleep 
surrounded by many people who care about you, but not the most important one. And everyone rests up, levels up, wakes up in this tiny uh, motel room. Uh, Aurora rose with the dawn. Everyone else kind of slept in a little bit. Uh, she kind of wakes everyone up. Uh, her, like, wing tattoos, she, like, unfurls them to, like, rustle everyone awake kind of at once as she brings in, like, a platter of breakfast for everybody. Oh, so that was something yesterday. Indeed. Uh, Aurora kind of, like, passes, like, doles out breakfast to people, like, basically sets a Twinkie next to Lyra, knowing that she is still asleep. Uh, yes. Uh, I... Many gods are uncomfortable being indebted to demigods. I am not surprised at having to be saved by demigods or you lot multiple times now. Please, rest up. It, there is, do you guys know the Lotus Hotel and Casino? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't, I've never been to Vegas. Yes, but I thought we saw it in hell. Uh, Nemesis is like sitting like up, sunglasses off, but like rubbing her temple. Uh, yeah. Uh, once Hades found out that uh, his kids were trapped there for too long, he sunk that thing down to Tartarus. Uh, but there's a little bit of residual magic and they built up a new place in its place. So there's a little bit of a time dilation, uh, realm dilation. Uh, going on in that place. You kids have been in a predicament. Aurora and I thought that maybe if we head there, it'll give you guys a chance to recover for a day or two and not have to worry about your uh, pressing time. I mean, if you think it's <clears throat> safe enough... I, I get where you're coming from. I will be with you guys kind of a chaperone, but also to make sure that nothing hinky is going on. Aurora is going to take the Romans, and they're going to try to get these things fixed up, because I think you guys are heading that direction next. As far as I... Just from what I know, the Lotus Hotel, it's not there anymore. It's called The Forge. It's run by some dwarves out of, Nif out of uh, Nidavellir. So it's sort of like it's normal for mortals, and then non-mortals can go on a demiplane that takes you to knit of a leer, uh, temporarily, kind of like a stasis situation. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be pretty sick, but also mostly safe. Knit of a leer. Yeah, one of the, uh, like, nine realms, the Asgard say. It's, uh, Asgard. it's part of the tree. It's really all I know about it. Yeah. So Vegas is Norse? Uh, not... Not that I'm super aware of. It's just this one location. It's like the, uh, I mean, dwarves make a lot of shit. They got a lot of money to throw around. They must have bought this magical plot in Vegas. So it's like, it's a, like a pathway to Nidavellir. I mean, you do like make a lot of money here, so I wouldn't be surprised if dwarves are here. Yeah. It's just... Wow. So then... Should we head over there first, then? Or should we just kind of, like, walk around and check the place out? I would always make our way there. I mean, it's supposed to be pretty epic, pretty inclusive. It's got a 
lot going on. There's, like, they're dwarves, so there's, like, some forging, there's atmosphere, entertainment, your typical Vegas stuff with gambling and food and all that kind of thing. But, because it's a knit of a leer, dwarves don't really have a lot of restrictions on things, and, like, I feel like if you guys are in my, with me and you know, in my presence, in a plane where it's safe and legal, it, the drinking age is low. <clears throat> oh, no drinking. No, no. Why not? <laughs> I, uh, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but if I do that, I'm going to I'm gonna fall unconscious, but not because I've drank too much. So. Yeah, his throat will close. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, so all right, I'll keep. I'll add that to the list of things to watch out for. I'll be fine. I'm not really worried about whether or not someone's going to try and spike my drink, but. Turn it off. Uh, okay, one time it happened. One time, and it caught <laughs> your body before you fell from the sky. So like. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So this was over oh, yeah, in. Yeah, you guys recount the story to Nemesis over <laughs> breakfast and. Uh, um, uh, Nemesis like hold, like holds on to like a pitcher of orange juice, so like puts it between just her and Aurora. Like, no, this one is this one's for this one's for us. <laughs> um, yeah, you learn you, you learn about yourself a little bit when traveling with these three. Uh, Tyler and Brandon uh, they uh, agreed to sort of help Petrie uh, fix up some of the. Uh, motorcycles and dune buggies um the one that was like destroyed destroyed they're gonna go pick up from the desert which explains where petrie tyler and brandon go instead of having an army of npcs to run around vegas with <laughs> uh and they start to set off aurora stands to go with them but like places a hand on your shoulder galen uh, whenever you're ready we can uh convene I think I'm ready now. Well, slap him on the back and give him guidance. <laughs> All right, Galen, you get some guidance. Uh, Tyler and Brandon, they yeah, like basically the collective Roman group gives you a help action to use however you need to. Uh, candle tugs in your pant leg. I'll stop, Lure. Yes. He's so please. terrible. Oh. <laughs> Just please make sure that it's not any vital organs, okay? A stab in, in the leg is fine. A stab in the arm is okay. Just Good nothing no. here. And, <laughs> and don't go for my Achilles tendons, please, for the love of God. If I have to limp for the rest of my life because of you, I will, I will end you. They're not organs. That's not the point. <laughs> uh, Nemesis just leans back. I mean, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and your daughter have that common. Right? You, yeah, you both he's, are common. He's your adopted grandson, so I hope you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, the both of you have very interesting commonalities, and honestly, I'm not quite surprised that this is hey, what brings Kendall, you two together. Kendall, you know, you know who has really good knives? Her. Your grandma. She does, Uh, she, Candle's gonna try to pickpocket 
uh, nemesis who, oh God. Uh, who <laughs> heard you say that. I'm just going <laughs> to... So he's going to roll a sleight of hand with disadvantage. <laughs> with disadvantage, I rolled a natural 20 and a 19. <laughs> for a total of this. 30. I hate this a game. 30 <laughs> sleight of hand from Candle. <laughs> this was just a funny joke, and now it's gotten very serious. Oh He's my god! Okay, Nemesis has a plus 8 to perception, so she needs a nat 20 to see it. That's a 6 and a 10. <laughs> uh, Candle reaches into, like, what's real? And he, like, goes like he's going for the whip at her hip, and she, like, gets a hand onto it as he, like, dives into her jacket, like he does with Lyra sometimes when he's invisible. And, oh, like, God. cartoon character, <laughs> there's just a kobold running around inside of Nemesis's jacket. And as he pops out, he has, like, in his hand, the pommel is, like, what looks to be, like, a miniature human skull. And there's, like, a short black blade that's just, like, steaming. I found it! Oh, my God, it was a joke. Oh, no, okay, all right. It's mine now! This is a problem. You you have to ask. You have to ask. You can't take things from your grandmother. Apologize, Candle. Grandma. Grandma, can I have this? Uh, so now Candle's going to make a persuasion check to see if he can have it. <laughs> that is a 18. Nemesis. Fine. But don't do that again. Uh, Candle has a plus one knife. <laughs> what have I done? This is what you did. Lyra's not awake yet, and I don't. <laughs> I don't take care of Candle. Everyone else takes care of Candle. I don't take care oh. of Candle. Uh, Galen, uh, Candle's like practicing some stabbing, and he comes dangerously close to you, but he doesn't hit you. Candle. It was still up. It was still up. <laughs> that doesn't mean that. Listen. To be Candle. fair, just you said. You said it was fine. You said. You said. I know, but you know what? How about this? Not right, not right now. Not this early in the morning. This is like Christmas for Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Candle now has two knives. Two knives. One, You're welcome, chat. One is magic. Manage his inventory. <laughs> the fact that it's a plus one knife from a god. Speaks volumes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go and hang out with Aurora for a bit. You guys can take yeah, care um, of what you need to. Aurora kind of like makes a motion that like her and Galen are gonna stay in this motel room. She tells, like, she says, like, oh, we'll, ch- we'll check out. And uh, Nemesis uh, kind of hands in jacket pockets, like rolling her eyes at Candle, uh, does, uh, it's like pulls Callie and Lyra aside. Um, it's like, all right, so if we want to scope out the forge, we could uh, 
get a room and everything situated while we wait for uh, Galen and Aurora to join us. Sounds good to me. Callie, Lyra, and Nemesis. Lyra with her hit clips playing in her ear. Uh, she is going over, once again, safety precautions with Candle this entire time. Uh, as you head for the forge, uh, following signs, it is uh, like a very blocky-looking uh, hotel, I guess, uh, in Vegas. So there's, like, you're seeing the... the Bellagio, the Mirage, Circus Circus, and then the Forge. Like, the sign looks like it's made out of, like, scrap metal that's all been, like, riveted together, but there's, like, lighting behind the letters. It looks very, like, rustic and high-tech at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, Nemesis kind of hands in pockets. is just like, well, uh, ostentatious, but I guess we found it. I mean, considering it's, uh, Competition. I think this is uh, probably not the flashiest thing here. Uh, at, uh, you're probably right. So uh, I know the lobby is the same for everybody, magic and non-magic. Uh, we got to figure out the code word to tell the... Uh, not the courtesan. Concierge? Concierge, thank you. That's not yeah. the word. CJ will know the word. <laughs> the great courtesan. I, I have a newfound respect for the forge. Uh, courtesan, the... Uh, concierge. Concierge. I want to say corsage. Concierge. Uh, uh, once you find the code phrase, you can tell the, uh, the bouncer. The... Front desk? The front desk. God damn it. <laughs> What is it again? The concierge. Well, I don't know why I can't say that. You can't say concierge? I can't. I, it, my brain replaces it with other things. Concierge. Uh, yeah, so if you head in there, find the code word, will be right as rain. Uh, so she sort of like beckons for you guys to head inside. Lyra and her in matching jacket, jackets, like, flanking Callie as she heads inside. Uh, inside, you see a, like, a marble floor. Um, it looks like a high-end castle in quotations, because everything is shiny and fancy-looking. Like, it doesn't look rustic at all like you would expect of, like, a dwarven city. It is marble, marble a sconce that looks like a torch but is actually not fire and then like uh, like suits of armor that are way too clean and none of them match very kitschy um, but inside you see that there is someone like juggling you see a uh, like a almost like it's a roaring fire it's meant to look like a blacksmith shop but it's actually like a pizza place so I'm assuming we still look rough as fuck because did we have we already slept, or are we going to... Uh, you sleep? already slept, so this is, okay. like, more, like, post-brunch. Okay, 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 okay. So then I probably look less tore the fuck up. So, certainly. Right. You look like Callie with a decent night's sleep and a sink shower. Lara Croft, got it. All right. <laughs> so hair's up. All right, so, um... She's gonna have shades. I need to put my my shades back on for this. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Perfect. Um. So. Uh, 
with either of them flanking in their leather motor jackets, I'm just like, all right, we need to divide and conquer. Someone keep an eye on Candle. <laughs> Do not let him stab civilians. Yep. Please go. Good plan. Good plan. Uh, I will talk to the concierge and see what I can find out. Uh, you talk to the croissant. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lyra uh, and Nemesis take turns keeping an eye on Candle. Uh, making sure he doesn't stab any mortals that are in the hotel lobby. Uh, as you approach the concierge, which I remembered, uh, they are standing sort of behind a pedestal, <clears throat> uh, kind of like a book open, um, like a little like pool chain on top of their desk, um, like almost like what looks to be like decoration potion bottles kind of decorating this area. Um, as you walk up, give me an Arcana or a Perception check, Callie. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're both garbage, so let's go with Arcana. Ooh. That's uh, a 14, 12 plus 2. Uh, you, as you walk up, you see like almost just like a, like a glitch. And you see that this isn't a person standing behind a podium. This is someone standing on a box. They are not nearly as tall as they are appearing to the mortal world as mm. you approach. Hello, and welcome to the Forge. What can I help you with? Hi. Uh, greetings. Um, uh, well met. Um, um, of and, course, yes. Yeah, Visiting yes, from uh, a far-off realm, are we, traveler? <laughs> um, you know, what can I say? The desert's wild. Um... So, I've never been to the Forge before. Uh, super well, excited. we are happy to have you. Uh, welcome. All who here can become heroes and blacksmiths. And especially, to check out the great deals over at Blacksmith Pizza, if you tell the code word to the tapestries themselves, it'll take you to the casino floor. Or if you're looking for a place to stay, I can help you with that. It's a code word? How does one find such an... Obviously, I mean, you can't tell me the code word. That'd be cheating. I like, slides, like, a pamphlet, like, for, like, the place forward. It's like, oh, yes, you can only get in by speaking special dwarven runes. And, like, there's, like... It's, like, Disneyland... Disney World's version of Arabesh, where it's, like, these are dwarven runes, but they say oh, money. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so interesting. Um, and it's the only true heroes can read the runes. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to cast a message on this dwarf. I'm like, and only true heroes can speak in your brain. Thank bloody God. All right. <laughs> so I thought I was dealing with some mortal 12-year-old I was going to have to kick out of this place. You're trying to get to the real shit, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Go to the pizza man <laughs> uh, and tell him that yeah, you'd kill for a silver forge. He'll, he'll know exactly where to send you from there. Thank God. Rough day. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> oh, my God. The stuff these idiots will buy. I just feel like I feel like Nemesis and Lyra are just watching Callie and just like There's like uh Nemesis has like shoved the juggler against the wall with like a hand on her whip, like 
you will give me the information that I seek. Oh my god. Your mom is harassing staff. Um, it sounds about accurate, actually. I'm mesmerized by how beautiful this place is. Lara, go and suck at stab lugs. No. Drift. <laughs> Not here, you're gonna just go and help me cheat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, well, what's your name, by the way? My name is Blavin. <laughs> it's what? Blavin. Blavin. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> his his name tag says Brian. <laughs> uh, Blavin. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much. Um, All right. Oh, sorry about. What was your name last? Oh, uh, Amber. Thank you. Yeah, Amber. Nice to meet you. A fine stone and a fine hero. Oh. oh, God, this place is bleeding over. Right. <laughs> I, say, I think it's starting to... Maybe a vacation. You uh, know what I mean? That level of comp is too much. <laughs> I want a break. I want a break. Yeah, if I'm not going to go to Canyon anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Someone can only give you your bump out. Um, <laughs> Alright, well, I'm going to go see a pizza man about a slice. So, uh, thanks for all your help. Yeah, of course, uh... Enjoy the real place. None of this shit, right? Yeah. God bless. Uh, if you ever want to go back to Nidavellir, you know where to find us. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. Uh, Callie, you can meet up with Lyra and Nemesis. Uh, pull Nemesis off of the juggler, who looks to be, like, has, like, pointed ears of the, like, citizens of Alfheim that you guys ran into in Colorado. Uh, she found a magic person and threatened them. It didn't work. Not the staff! Please don't attack the staff! No, I don't you know want something. a bad review! I don't want a bad review. Hold me back, Candle. <laughs> me and my grandson? <laughs> How dare you? Oh gosh, she's gonna turn into a Karen? Don't like, ever look at me happen? and my grandson again. <laughs> she's gonna, well, she's gonna Karen it? Like, stop her in the lights. <laughs> okay, okay, well I have, the, I have the password, I know where we need to go. Not the tendons. <laughs> And why not the tendons? Because then John has, can't walk because of me. He's going to kill me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Let, laughs> if he's going to kill me, oh my god. As he knows. And uh, Callie, you, uh, the, you showed a spell to the dwarves and they knew you were magic. You can head toward the Pizza Forge. Uh, and uh, begin to make your way into the real Nidavellir Forge. Uh, Galen, uh, still in the hotel room. I just realized that uh, Bobby is wearing Ryuji's shirt from Persona. I yeah. Oh. Uh, I was in the academy yesterday. Uh, but Galen, uh, you with Aurora, she like sits on one of the motel beds crosses her legs and kind of stares across like at the other bed expectantly waiting for you to sit down i um jokingly i pull a um doctor is it dr hammond it's not dr hammond um the guy from Jurassic park i can't remember the doctor's name but i just kind of like lean like that on <laughs> uh, dr malcolm malcolm dr malcolm yeah i'm just gonna pull a dr malcolm for real quick just kind of look and say all right let's get this over with <laughs> Whatever you, whatever makes you feel comfortable, this may not be a comforting journey. Do you still have the arrow that Apollo blessed for you? I never took it off. 
and I kind of show my forearm and show the arrow. Nice. Uh, so you have yeah. an arrow from Apollo, you have a tattoo from me, and you have the blood of Helios in your veins. This should be enough for us to activate this ritual. And she sort of closes her eyes. You can feel, like, the arrow glow under her power. Your tattoo begins to almost, like, glow brightly. And uh, almost like you're feeling, like, almost warm, but not in, like, an uncomfortable way. It's, like, almost very calming and relaxing. Like, you're wearing, like, a, like a, like a heating pad on your chest or something. And uh, as that, like, like, the tingles kind of, like, go all the way up, like, your vision gets a little blurry and unsurprisingly you are once again in this clearing where basically your dreams took you last night that Aurora showed you before luckily she's standing there stay like uh, she's been like facing you before but now like her hand is on your shoulder like she is on your side less of a guide and more of like a partner in this your connection to fate Gaven your connection to time that energy your portals you've been seeing can be used to decide with finality how all of this plays out. That is my test for you. Because until that is settled, you will never be. You as well as I can see what lies before. And, like, she kind of gestures to the left, to the right, at these portals you saw in your dream before. You can sort of see this, see me punch my microphone? You can see this spectral version of, like, an echo of who you are right now. You are 14-year-old blonde Galen standing next to one of these portals. And you can see this tall, uh, 21-year-old dark-haired Galen that you were just months ago at the other side of this portal. Galen. There is a fraction of Helios's power that yet resides in your mother. She like gestures to like your mother laying on this dais right here, um, and as it like it almost like shifts back and forth to her lying in a cot in the medical bay at Camp Half Blood. Uh, Pearl is like applying salves to like her forehead and like across her chest to kind of keep her cool and keep like blood in her face a little bit, and you're back in this vision. When your mother first got sick, you were just born. Helios channeled healing divine energies into your mother. That connection remained when she hid you away. It lasted beyond Helios' assassination and persists to this day. With enough divine power, divine energy of that same type she could be revived that divine power is inside you and could be used to help your mother make a full recovery at the expense and she gestures to 14 year old Galen at your own expense seven years bought her time but your life can buy her soul from the fairy person. I understand you befriended Stella, 
she will be on the other side of this portal to guide you to what comes next. On the other hand, Galen, she like, before you can even like process <coughs> what has been said, she kind of goes into the other portal. For a mortal being being fueled by the essence of a god, even the whisper of a god, your mother has fought and survived impossibly long. Probably out of a need to train and protect you. That task she assigned herself is complete. She raised an archer, a healer, a protector, often to the detriment of themselves. She like nudges you a little bit. But she raised a hero. Selena would be is proud of you. This portal leads you to a world without Selena in it. Her soul instead would go to the underworld to be judged by Minos. She was a trained she was a trained medic who saved a number of lives in the army as a park ranger and even while ferrying you around in secret. She will be granted Asphodel for sure, perhaps Elsium. She will fade, and the remaining kernel of Helios inside her will pass to you. The year's sacrifice will return and you will be twenty-one again. A head filled with the lessons of your mother, and power granted by the blood of your father. Oh, we really had to put it on today. Oh, man. Okay. I just wish that I could talk to her again before this decision was made. I think that's the thing that's eating away at me the most. Because when I made that one decision, she wasn't there. When I came back, she was gone, in a sense. The hardest part is making this decision without her here to at least hear her voice again. Indeed. Aurora kind of puts an arm around your shoulder and like kind of pulls you in a little bit. If you know anything about me, Galen, I've never been a fan of black or white, of binary choices. Two roads. Perhaps there's more. Your connection to time, to the underworld, to the sun, leaves you connected to each one of them. When power ebbs, it too must flow. You can exert some manner of control in the flow of time, By your mother time. Her destination, I will tell you, is fixed. All mortals and demigods will one day ride along Stella into the underworld. But here you stand, two thousand feet from where your mother lies. Your sibling, Pearl, is trying her best to prolong the inevitable. Maintaining Pearl is maintaining more hope for your bond with Selena than her own bond with her mother. Take it from a guard. 
Time is often the resource that is most immovable. Channeling the powers inside of you, you may be able to buy time. If I were to guess, if I were to place a bet, I would say those seven years that you gave up and check points in the direction of uh, the 14-year-old ghost of Galen, they could buy you seven days. But burning through that sort of power has its costs and its limits. Give up all that time. You will not be a 21-year-old in a 14-year-old body. You will be a 14-year-old who's lost the memories and perhaps bits of Helios' power within you. So mechanically, Galen, how this will work... Fucking shit. On one end, you can sacrifice... Like, you can hold on to what you have right now. You'll be 14. 21-year-old's memories. You will... Let me check something real fast. Um, that on one end is... You are not burning through this uh, resource that is your life and powers and things like that. On the other end is... Sorry, I lied. On one end is the 21-year-old Galen. You say goodbye to your mother here. Those seven years come back to you. You are a 21-year-old Galen in a 21-year-old body once again. The other side is Galen walks into the underworld in place of his mother, Selena lives, at the cost of Galen. This area in between, these other portals that you saw in your dream and Aurora helped to show you, they depend on what you give up, how much you give up. So. Anything from one to seven, the lives that you gave to the fate. Right now you are a cleric level 12 and a ranger level four. If you give up a year of your life and convert a cleric level into a ranger level, you are burning through your dad's powers to save your mother. And you like, give up one, you're 20, you end this at 21. And as a cleric 11, ranger three. Or Cleric 11, Ranger 5. And as you go year by year, you're sacrificing more Cleric levels and more years to where you will eventually be the same age as the body that you're in. And that will give you a number of days for your mother to be awake because this is giving, like, almost supercharging her. She will be conscious and awake waiting for you. Callie, okay. Lyra, and Nemesis in Nidavellir. We're like, oh my god, this is <laughs> awesome. Mary-Kate and Ashley go to Paris or some shit. Yeah, Abs, It is a montage of Lyra and Callie. You tell the uh, pizza chef the code phrase. He tells you to walk into the fires of the pizza oven um, without any sense of irony. And you guys walk through, step out the bursting of tapestries into Nidavellir, 
The Forge. It looks a lot like a un, uh, unimpressive casino. There's a casino floor, but it looks like it's set in a tavern. So there are like rustic circular tables. There are like dwarven card sharks standing at the tables, dealing out cards with like runes instead of like face cards and things like that. Ooh. You can hear the okay. thuds uh, of like a shooting range. Uh, are they there's real a card sharks. What was that? Are they real card sharks? Like I'm just picturing oh, like, no. like, like they... multiple like king sharks dealing at oh, a table. Oh, I uh, regret not doing that, but they're just dwarven <laughs> card sharks. Uh, mm. They have like the old timey like bands around their arms, like their sleeves, kind of like bunched up. Nice. Uh, there's like the thudding of what sounds like knives or arrows in a shooting range. You can hear the ping, ping, ping of a forge off in the corner, and above you, in like this giant black gem, is like the entire ceiling looks like it's made of this black crystal that is shining just like almost like a, giving off a little bit of like a magical hum to light this area that feels like dark and dank and cool in like an underground kind of way as the clinking of glasses off in the distance uh, fills the air it's like we're really there you know what I mean like we're at like a real dwarven place <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. It's like as accurate as I can imagine, right? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are these bathrooms? Yes, the water drops are bathrooms. Oh my god, love that! I mean, it's important. <laughs> it's, realism is important. Yeah. Need we need to find a clothing store? Gambling. Oh. <laughs> I don't think. Let's gamble. We're in Vegas. We went. Right. You have to make yourself look older. Uh, no, uh, we're in Nidavellir. We just went to another realm. I don't know if you do this anymore. The rules are different. So the gold. You look. You look different, sweetie. I'm old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray, Ray doesn't like candles. New look. I like. Gambling. And I do it. Uh, I also love gambling. And I do it a lot. Yes. <laughs> this is a day for me. Gamble, gamble, gamble. Yes, gamble, gamble. This is Callie's. Callie's. Red fucking day. Please. Proficient and forging. I would like one million drachma from our stash. One million drachma, please. What? One million for the man and two million for me. No, this just goes. I'm gonna go to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I would. I don't want him to do that. I don't want. Um, as you guys talk at the entrance, one of these uh, dwarven dealers walks up. Hi, welcome to the forge. The Nidavellir, where anything that you wish for, you can create for a price. Ha <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Well, welcome, you look to be demigods of sorts, eh? Yeah. And I'm a... Oh, well, I'm not supposed to say that to <laughs> <laughs> You're a what? A son of a bitch. 
Oh, all right. Sure, <laughs> sir. Ma'am? Is, is this one the son of a bitch, too? And, like, points at Candle, who's, like, just doing whatever Lyra does. Yeah. No, that's a devil. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's we my mom. She's a bitch get very many of those. Yeah, she. that's why I waited until she left to walk over. Yeah. She's scary as hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, not hell exactly. But... Oh, no, yeah. hell's where this one looks like he's from, eh? And he like, ha Like... Well, that's right. Um, um, what happens he's if not, I'm he's the not wrong? I know he's not wrong. But if so. I were to be the best gambling... Oh, how do you know? I love to gamble. <laughs> You've gone to the right place. Why don't you come over to my table? Uh, I'm running this one right here. He like gestures to where like this uh, table is. Um, uh, you can get uh, one of our servers or take your drink order if you want, and then I can take a whole bunch of your drachma. Oh no, I don't want you to take my drachma. I want to. I want to win more. I, it was sort of a playful thing, like oh, because like I work here. You so enter drachma. I will kill you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, and Candace like I'm gonna stop her in the lights. <laughs> well, uh, do I? Oh, you meant like if I lose? I'm so sorry. I thought you he, were robbing. He me. like looks up at like the gem, like uh, security. The <laughs> oh, oh, gem. Oh. Oh yeah, that's where like the boss sits and stuff. Kind of keeps an eye out over everything. It's imposing, right? Um, so don't stab me, little one. You can keep your weapons as long as you keep them sheathed. Shaved? Well, sheathed, like inside of a sheath. Like shaved? No, like sheathed. Keep, like, them, keep them covered. Keep them stowed. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, but if you want, if you go to the shooting range and bet on one of those, you can take your weapons out there. It's sort of the designated area for it. Or if you head over to the forge... You can uh, try your best to sort of uh, bump it up if you've got something you want to make a, a little more magical. I think we should bet all my money on me throwing knives and then <laughs> my knife better. That's what I would do. And I think that's best for the group. So I think that's what we should do. I, I will not stop you from doing that. Okay. I will, um, I will give you support. Can I have all the money now? Absolutely not. It's <laughs> <laughs> said all your money. Isn't that crazy? Do I have money? I'm not sure. No. I have the group money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say, uh, roll me For... a D100, Lyra. Okay. I mean, oh. your mom is right there. Yeah, she's got to have money, right, Mom? This is what it is. <laughs> uh, 52. Uh, your mom gave you 52 drachma to uh, spend. Uh, Callie, you got this as well. Unlimited power and fifty two drops. I will give uh, candle. Uh, candle got twenty. I will Aww, give thirty of my fifty two to Lyra. I'm like, oh please, God. fucking win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Knife throwing. I just I threw knives from level six to eleven. Okay, like. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, I was like, well, this is this is this is accurate. This might be the only time I shine outside of combat. Let's go for knives up, people. Hey, Candle, I have uh, a really f- idea. What if you give me 18 of your 20 gold? I'll have, oh, but I'll have two to bet on me. Mm-hmm. 
Would that make me like the underdog? Yeah, it would. If you made more money than me and I had 50 times more than you, that'd be really impressive. Exactly, then you could go first and it would be like, oh, of course she's going to do good, but then her baby comes out and she does even better. Did you call yourself my baby? That's grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were sleeping. I was Keep the money. You were sleeping when he finessed your mom out of a knife. Oh yeah, he uh, Kayla has a plus one dagger now. What the fuck, mom? He stole it from your mom. <laughs> fully, fin- fully finessed it. Uh, he rolled yeah. a third. He had disadvantage on the check to steal from a god and got a natural twenty in the nineteen. <laughs> and a plus eleven to sleight of hand. That's my fun. <laughs> That's my turn. That's my turn. Um, but uh, the dwarven dealer like looks disappointed that you guys aren't going to like come to his table. Um, but in the way of like, he was really just trying to take money from you guys. Uh, and I'll bring another one of these guys up. Copy and paste. We're gonna gamble at a table. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just the for sure way to yeah. get money. I just want to make some money first, so I can lose it later. <laughs> uh, you three head over to the throwing range. Uh, and uh, there's, like, a dwarf here who's, like, tossing a knife up and down, uh, like, using, like, a knife to, like, sort of pick under his fingernails. Welcome to the shooting range. My name is Karibo, and if you think you're a finer thrower than me... Yes. I'd like to see it. Okay. Did you say your name was Karibo? Yes, it's Karibo. Do you multiply uh, if you can beat me, your gold can certainly multiply. Yeah. It's okay. We'll use the heart of the cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. If you're looking to play with the heart of the cards, you're going to have to go to my friend over there. His name's Yugi. <laughs> I'll stick with the harpy lady at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nemesis is just like... <laughs> that elegant fist over there? <laughs> Oh, yes, the bartenders, Tristan and Joey. Nice. Oh, no, nice. Poor Taya. She gets left out of everything. <laughs> Hello the there. Attendant. Welcome to the bar. Mm. Maximilian Pegasus is playing with the Millennium High. <laughs> Hello there. Oh. Would you like to play some cards? Oh, my God. He loved Pegasus. He was such a fucking creep. Yeah. Um, I am ready to kick Karibo's ass, though. Uh, all right, all right, all right. You step right over there, and he, like, draws, like, he points to, like, a line of, like, shot glasses that has been placed on the floor across from, like, a heavy, like, huge, like, wood, like, just, like, only one giant target in this area, but it's almost like a tree trunk that, like, a slice of a tree trunk that has been, like, painted. All right, all right, all right. So, rule is... On the house, I roll. I throw first. All you gotta do is beat me, uh-huh. and you double what you bet. So, how much are you willing to bet on the first try? Eighty-two gold pieces. Eighty-two gold pieces. All right. Uh, Eighty-two gold pieces, everyone. He like holds like a mug and like you like drop all the gold inside. All right. gonna, oh my god! This is crazy. This is so crazy. Uh, uh, as you do this, Candle's like, Rather, rather, so nice. 
Don't know. I don't know. We're, we're both trying to hustle and we're like, I don't know. <laughs> what is the name? What, what even is it? I don't know. <laughs> As after both you and Candle have threatened <laughs> with knives. Yeah, what's a knife? Never well, six that. feet that way, we were like, we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's not as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, he draws a knife from like his belt, aims it at the bullseye, and vibrating in the wood. He does hit like within the red bullseye. He got a uh, 22 to hit. So definitely not as good as it could have been. And then he pulls a knife out of his belt and passes it to Lyra. Nice. Um... I okay. So question. <clears throat> I am a, a rogue, so I have the bonus action of steady aim. So if I don't move on my turn, I can give myself advantage. Does that work in this moment? Uh, as he passes you the dagger, you see that he looks pretty roguish himself. That's what he did. Wow. Well. Okay. Old bench. Um, and so this is just a non-magical dagger. Yeah, it is a stand. He passes you a standard dagger to chuck. Right. Can I cast detect magic while this is all going on? Uh, yeah. Eldritch sight. Oh yeah, you're doing uh, your ritual thing. Um, yes. Are you trying to be secretive or not care? No, I'm just like I'd be like I'm not like looking this. I'm like. Looking around, like, okay, just cool. like, like a, you know, a tourist. Like, what the fuck is really happening here? That's what I want. Nice. As I get blinded by the fucking giant abjuration <laughs> fucking gem the ceiling. Uh, you start bleeding. Uh, you eyes start to glow as you look around. The gem above you does, like, the pulse for a moment. You get the sense that there's something magic about it. But as it does, like... Uh, Karibo looks at you and like, oh wait, uh, sorry, uh, you're not supposed to do any magic in here. It, it, we're worried people might cheat, that sort of thing. Okay. Wouldn't want anyone. Uh, give me a perception check for like the split second between like the alarm going off and... This is a plus one roll. Um, it was on natural 20 and it rolled to a 12, so it's a 13. Uh, you see that, like, there's some, like, magic stuff, like, uh, he seems to have, like, a necklace that is magic, maybe that's helping him see that there's magic happening around him, who knows, um, but that's about all you get. Alright. Let me go, uh, didn't mean to offend, so. Oh, no worries at all. Uh, we should have a sign made up or something that would be pretty smart, though. Definitely help. All right, carry on. I hate to interrupt your bat. All right, take it away, Lyra. Everyone, everyone. Everyone gets like everybody like in the area, kind of clapping for Lyra. Nice, nice. Um, I got a twenty-five, and I forgot the number I have to beat, but I uh, feel good. you had to beat a twenty-two. Nice. <laughs> it's like I had to you, do well during that time. You chuck this dagger, and like it glances off of the one that he put in the wood and just like hits a little closer to the uh, bullseye as it impales the bullseye like a rune glows around your knife he's like can you believe it beginner's luck 164 gold goes to Lyra alright everyone let's get a drink over here let's get a drink for the winner let's get a drink for the winner 
I win double what I bet, or do I just make my bet back? Like, do I now have 164? You now have 164. Okay, that's what I figured. I just want to make sure. I'm so excited to get 60 gold. (laughs) As Lyra or Callie holds a handout, this uh, uh, waitress uh, (laughs) server comes over, um, almost like looks like Looks like she kind of belongs underground, almost like a snake woman comes over with a tray. Um, what can I? What can I get? What can, what can I? What can I get? What can I get you to drink? A hat that turns me invisible at will. Oh, uh, they might have something like that in the forge, I guess. That is a good point, Kelly. Did you did you yeah. lose one? The lost and found is upstairs. How long I have want... you been topside? What? How long have you been topside? I got here. Oh, I got here a while ago. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of things recently. Um, is there any way I can look in the lost and found? Uh, if you tell me what it is, I can go look for you. Uh, it's, it, it's someone. Uh, if you see it yourself, you can like try to steal things. It's, it's a oh, that would be terrible. I would never want to do that. Um, it's like a cloak, like a cape, like a huh? garment. It's a garment. Like what color is it? Oh, I'm. It's like a, I'm colorblind, so it's like be- beige, green, red, blue. I'll see if there's, I'll see if there's any cloaks. Uh, yeah, there's a cloak. Yeah. Um, it's kind of magical. You know, it's not like the rarest thing in the world, so I'm not like dying. But I, you know, it was a friend's, and um, she gave it to me before she died. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see if there's any cloaks. Or a ring. There could also be a ring in there that could be gold. Do you know Kraya? No. Can I do an insight check? Insight check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. That like a lie. I was like, Kraya's 500 years old. <laughs> what the fuck? You're telling me you don't know Kraya? 28? Natural 20 for 26. Uh, that's nice. much better than natural 1. <laughs> We're both like... Um, you can like see in her eyes, like as you said Kraya's name, her eyes just got the size of dinner plates and they're just staring back at you. No. No. And there's not a single way that she is telling the truth, but you also get the sense that she lied for a reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. Our mistake. Me either. (laughs) So I'll go check the lost and found for a, a cloak. And a ring? Yeah. And a hat. Yes. And a, and gloves. And, and gloves. You just lost a whole ensemble, didn't you? I lost a whole person. Uh, as, as she steps, so, like, she, like, says, like, gloves, uh, cloak, ring, hat. With her natural wand and steps away. By the way, Lyra, I forgot to tell you. And I'm going to whisper since I'm afraid to cast a message with these assholes. Yeah. Um, you can mouth it. I can read your lips. Is that this character? No. Maybe. I are you? I don't know if. Are you observant? I don't think you ended up taking that one because you took. No, I was not taking it. I took Savage Attacker because I I was going nuts. I got rid of Mobile and switched it for Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes crazy in Bell. Uh, I will whisper to you: We're being watched by Arachne's people. Well, not necessarily her people, but, like, on that side of things. Like, the 
bad side. Okay. <laughs> she told me in a very menacing dream last night. She made me weave. Oh, I did that before bed. Yeah, but you actually do it. Do you know how bad I was? Do you think it was my fault? Do you think you had a nightmare for me? <laughs> no. All right. It was because of you. Your your natural roots would have been there. Rude. And then I just look at the roots that are glaringly obvious at this point and just like, not that that's a problem. You know what? <laughs> Maybe Why the forge that? can make you hair dye. Why don't we look at how expensive everything is in the forge so we know how much money we have to make? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We're going to go to the forge. Uh, you okay. guys, uh, with your newfound gold, up, oh, Candle uh, drops his two gold in the cup. Bling, bling. <gasps> oh, little baby! We have oh. to watch. Oh. And I ended up not taking any of his money. He is twenty because I said he said he was my child, and I immediately forgot. Oh. Then he drops twenty gold into the cup, and and this guy who is shorter than both Lyra and Callie looks at him like, big guy. Okay. Can we can we bet on candle? Uh, you can bet on the person throwing it, but you just don't get as much gold back. If you're, if you're right, uh, if you're wrong, you lose what you bet. If you're right, you get 10 gold back. And if up to 10 gold, so you can only make a bet as big as 10 gold, you get it back. Hurt. Candle I'll drops. put 10 gold on candle. 20 gold on himself. I'll put 10 gold on candle because I keep saying, not, if you're not you know, like an unsupportive mom. Right. I'm just saying, <laughs> going up to bat and you're not. I'll just throw you. this away. And then while Clyper's upset, I'm just going to slip her 20 gold. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. No, don't take it. I have to flip my <laughs> uh, So the dwarf, he throws his knife and it does better than he did the first time. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, fucking shit. But not much better. He has a 24, so Candle has to beat a 24. Would you like to roll possible? for Candle, Lyra? Yeah. Uh, so he like looks at his own dagger. It's like, I want to just smile. Poor pills. And he, uh, his dagger has like a skull as a pommel, and like it's a like a steaming bl a black blade that he took from Nemesis. Um, but he takes the blade from Karibo. Um, so go ahead. He also has steady aim as a rogue. Uh, so he has a plus eight to this roll. You just need to roll a sixteen or better. Oh, oh, is that all? Oh, only that. I rolled an eighteen and a nineteen, <gasps> but he got a twenty-seven. Candle yeah. goes, watch the spitch, and he <laughs> closes his eyes, throws <laughs> the knife, and Candle now has forty gold. Yay! And we both got ten more. And you both got 10 more gold. Nice. Oh my god, look at me. I'm wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I have 114 gold. This is the wealthiest I've ever been. <laughs> Oops, I rolled up dice. Sorry. Uh, but then Karibo is just like, all right, uh, I heard you guys, did you mention the forge? Yeah, it's just down <laughs> that way, like points. Like in the direction of like the back to where the map says forge on it, the back right corner of the place past the restrooms. I'm gonna say thank you so much. We'll be back if we need easy money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's all in a hard day's work, right? You're paid hard. <laughs> it's not my money, it's this place's. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So if you want to start growing worse, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, his eyes, like, look up, look up. Like, mm-hmm. I know, but if you try, you don't do a good job. We're talking to the DL, right? Oh my god, we're going to the forge. Yeah, bye. Uh, <laughs> and then the girls and Candle head to the forge. Nemesis pounds another drink. Galen. You stand on before the dais with your mom on top, looking between these options. Aurora has revealed how there may be more than you initially suspected, or she initially explained, or between the two of you, you were able to manifest more options themselves. What is going through Galen's head? What are his inclinations? Um... He just can't deal with all this power, and if all this power can be used to save his mother, that is understandable, but if that means that Galen's gonna die, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a way where what would happen if I went to the underworld? Hades would certainly be surprised uh, King Stella would pick you up from here take you to the halls of Minos where you would be judged your destination would be determined you would be dead as heroes are likely knowing your deeds up to this point you would be offered a place in the fields of Asphodel or be given a choice to one day be reborn but a chance at Elysium 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 But I feel like if I sacrifice my mother, I'm not going to get that chance. You're not sacrificing your mother. You're just letting nature take its course. She... Without godly intervention, she would have died when you were a baby. She has been on borrowed time for a while. Letting her go isn't unheroic. It's just a difficult choice. Such is the nature of demigods, I'm afraid. But but I'd still have all of this. And I cast Sacred Flame in my hands. I'd still have all of it. You would have the gifts from your father, those you've taken under my tutelage. But you would be 21 again, perhaps old enough to know how best to use it. This is hard. Many choices can be, little hero. (sighs) Do I see any of the other portals in the archway? Oh yeah, now that you've kind of like deduced, like almost like rather than being revealed to you, you are finding or making these ones. And there are like seven across from you. You see a version of yourself that is 20 years old. Your beard hadn't grown in fully yet. Um, it had like, you had like a goatee situation. It just was patchy around the sides. And this is what it would look like if you sacrificed one year 
for one, or you sacrifice a year for a day. The next one, just a little bit younger, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. <sighs> You really gotta. We really gotta put me through the ringer, I guess. Um, this is gonna be really hard. Fourteen now. If I gave up, I don't know. Six. I'd still be twenty. If you gave up six years, you would then be fifteen, and your mom would have six days. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, that's okay. I I see it now. I see it now. Okay. If you'd like to take a seat and meditate on this, we are having a vision of sorts. This decision will be made now, but there is no rush. Okay. I'll sit on the ground and I'll start to meditate. Yeah, you meditate once again, kind of taking arrows out of your quiver and, like, sticking them in a circle around you to help, like, focus um, as the girls step into the forge. We're like, nice! <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. You haven't been shopping in so long. Uh, as you walk oh in, you see a dwarf with, like, a bandana around his head uh, tied, uh, like, very red and black color scheme. Um... Welcome to the forge. My name is Devlin. I am here to assist you in crafting or finding whatever it is you desire. Oh, so we like gotta give you something? Oh, uh, yes. This is a casino after all. Uh, everything is a bit of a gamble. You imagine an item you'd like or find one of our own. If you can upgrade one of yours or purchase from a selection that we have. Uh, you attempt to make it. If you get close enough, you keep it. If you lose, we keep the gold. We gotta try to make it? Yes. Okay, here's the thing, here's the thing. What's your name again? Devlin. Devlin, sorry. Um, friends call me Duke. Duke Devlin. Okay. Yes, Devlin. Um, I was like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think we're friends yet. So... Um, okay, you don't know me. Hi, my name's Lyra. Lyra, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, we have this, like, bumbling idiot who follows us around usually. Um, he makes things. Uh, but he's not here. It's not me, stupid. It's not him. It's, um, he's actually pretty tall. Um, he's, like, and he, like, people call him an artist or something, but he makes things. He's an artificer. (laughs) Yeah. He, I've never seen him fish, but you know what I mean. Who's so um, so an apple fisher? Yeah. Yeah, he bobs for apples, uh, I assume. Um, but he usually makes things for us. And then I have some other things that have been made for me, and I don't want to sound like spoiled because I'm very poor, um, but I don't know how to make things. Oh, so Does uh, little liar want to go out in the mortal world and just buy things from a store that everyone can have? No, sir. I'm going to turn my little dagger, my short sword, into a whip. <laughs> I'm be like, I want this to be even cooler. <laughs> but I don't want to lose this. And I, like, string it back into a, a sword. And I'm like, the, the stakes are high, okay? If you're, if you're crafting on your own gear, it's not going to get worse. You'll just lose the gold that you front for it. 
Oh, I misunderstood. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I, thought, <laughs> I can. That was on me. I'm sorry. I'm a daughter of Nemesis, so I'm ready to fight at home. At any okay, Cadden. <laughs> no, my name's Lyra. Sorry. <laughs> Callie just. No, no, Lyra. Mom is from TikTok. Oh. Okay. Um. So I was thinking. <laughs> Candle sits down and plays Fortnite on his phone. Nice. <laughs> Please. I Play with your tablet, baby. <laughs> hundred and fourteen gold right now. Alright. I want this. And I'm gonna put my the Gorgon's Blade down. <laughs> um and I have a bunch of other stuff. So I was thinking about maybe maybe I can sell it the other stuff to you or like uh, we don't exactly Dude, I mean, you could probably work something out, but... Yeah, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm just, I'm just going to start explaining what I want and hope that he'll have a solution. Yeah. I want. So I'm like, I want to sell you, and I'm going to just start, like, putting things <laughs> on the table. So first things first, that javelin of lightning. All right. I'm going like, to put the two silver glass pellets. So it looks like a javelin and like a dick and balls. I'm gonna put the two <laughs> and be like, so, um, I'm gonna get rid of those. Don't even. Um, I have this soda. Um, I have this crossbow. Um, and I kind of just want that to go into the sword. So you want to make like a Swiss Army knife of a sword. I kind of just want my sword to do, like, lightning damage sometimes, too. All right. I, I, That's I more see, than I'm giving you the balls as, like, a fun I little... I see stuff. where you're coming from here. So the, the balls and the crossbow... Are really just for you. And the gold are for the cost of the casino. And then we're drawing the power from the lightning bolt... In, from the javelin into the short sword itself. You know, Duke, and I'm going to look down like, <laughs> uh, I think you put that into words much better than I could have, uh, and I appreciate that. Give me a persuasion check. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> um, ah, I got a natural 20. <laughs> uh, he will allow this. Okay, I know that this isn't how this is supposed to work, so I am... Oh, I can't. Never mind. Never mind. I don't have that ability, so I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to add a maneuver die onto it. That's not... I didn't pick that one, so I can't. No. Um, <laughs> but that is a 31 total. That is phenomenal. Thank you. I'm just going to blink them. Do you want to make it for me? No, can't quite do that. Do you want to, like, glide my hands like ghosts? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to help? Uh, I, that might get me fired, uh, but... But it will give you a memory to last a lifetime. Okay, let's get started. <laughs> You're probably, like, 200 years old. Okay. Straight up, this was fucking, um... What is it? Uh, Calvaxis. Calvaxis and Calvaxis and, big. Um, yes, literally. Absolutely. Oh my god, I'm just a girl. No one was hitting on you. No, no, that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
All right, so uh, I'll take these. He like sweeps the gold, like uh, your gold and the glass pellets and the crossbow, places it in like a bin over here. I'm like, okay, that goes over here to be held. Runic lock. Okay, cool. Uh, right. Uh, let let me take this javelin here. All right. He like places it in one side of the forge. All right. Uh, so you take that sword there, and he hands you like so like a hammer and like a chisel. All right. So on the count of three, we'll get the billows going, and then you. Smack that sword as much as you can and try and make a rune appear, all right? <laughs> thing, boss. I can't think of... Callie, can you help me? Are you allowed to help me? I'm not. Oh, you can't cast spells. Uh, so, the DC to do something here <laughs> is a 22. <laughs> If you go, like, the higher you go, the better the result is. Okay. And this is a strength, it's a Smith's Tools check with your strength, but for you it's just a strength check because there's no proficiency involved. Is there any way that glass blowers or calligraphy supplies helps me? I would say no. Okay. I didn't I didn't hear any glass blowing, but I didn't <laughs> You make your sword like? very fragile because now it's made of glass. Yeah. It's got like a little bulb on the end that shatters every time you get it. Yes. Um Okay. Okay. I'm like trying to look at all my character sheet. I'm like, what else do I have? That I'm gonna have. Um, nothing. Okay. Um Yeah, no, if I fail, I fail. Okay, great, got it. Great. I'm adding my strength? Yes. Right. Oh, no. Um, it's not terrible. It's not 22. Uh, <laughs> 18? 18 is enough that you don't break your sword or the javelin, which could have been broken if you failed a lot more. Oh. Uh, but it is not enough that they don't fuse together. All right, everyone, give it up for Lyra. So, so sorry. Feel free to try again if you've got the coin to put up. But, unfortunately, no lightning sword for you today. Uh, as a consolation prize, uh, feel free to have a drink on the bar. Or have a drink on the casino. And he, like, oh. gives you a voucher for a, for a drink. Um, that's not... Come on. Rules are rules, kiddo. I could kill you right now. We're not just going to stop the lights. Absolutely not. Stop it. All right. Are you done, Lyra? Are you going to go again? Well, I don't know. I don't know, Callie. Uh, if, if anyone would like anything else, the more standard gear we have is a little bit easier, less tricky that way. Uh, if you wanted to make some armor, make some, uh, could add a plus one or two to it, uh, as well as some standard weapons of the, of the like as well. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, uh, and I'm gonna pull out her tribal great sword. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I want, uh, I want to fuse my magical armor with this great 
sword so that anytime someone hits me with, like, say, a bludgeoning action, they take damage. Alright. I think that's doable. Uh, well, how much, uh, what, how much gold are you putting up? How much do I need to put up? Uh, for armor of this sort, it's the matter of customizing a spell, so it's going to run 30 gold minimum. Okay, that's fine, I can do that. How much gold did I spend? I completely forgot. I blacked out. A hundred and... Fourteen. You spent all of your gold? Well, I didn't know I was spending all. I will chop you in the throat when we get there. I am an idiot. Can you say I spent a hundred? Because it's a nice even number, sure. All right. I have 14 gold. <laughs> you tell, Mom, tell Callie, she's like, I, I swear. Have, I have 40 gold. Good for you. Do you want to give it to me, Candle? Don't so give I'm it to your mother. She's just going to waste it. Yeah. Give it to me so I can try it again. I can get it this time. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah. So 30 gold is enough to uh, start the proceedings. More gold makes the DC lower. Okay. Uh, if I give you 60 gold. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, what if, what if I were to give you a hundred gold? Uh, for a hundred gold, uh, give me a persuasion check. Oh, this is, I have an expertise in this. This is my highest skill. Nice. It's a natural 19 plus 13. Um, so, what is that, 32? Uh. If you're willing to put up a hundred gold, the standard uh, standard difficulty will still be able to transfer this spell. So the DC will be a twenty-two. I could have put up a hundred gold and not all those items. It didn't lower the DC. It you did. didn't want to help me out. <laughs> it lowered it by two. Nice. I will. Because it was the hundred gold, and then I did I counted the items as one. Third, third. Um. And this is, is this a strength check? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, with the Smith's tools right here, and he, like, gestures to the ones that, like, Lyra, like, set down. Could I argue, right? Yes. That I am an extremely athletic person. <gasps> and I think I sh- if I get a running jump and, like, a, a Molinier, like, wind-up Thor to, like, you know, hit... Could I use my athletics? Uh, sounds like a good way to get yourself injured in a forge. It's more about taking like a nice strong stance and uh, being more uh, resistant than the metal itself. Uh, it would be quite a good show uh, if you wanted to sort of put on a show that's what the bar is for. So like, okay, hear me out, right? So like, what if if I can't get a running jump, what if I really just get intuitive? Are you going to try to persuade this? Uh, oh, no. If I was going to try to persuade you, I'd win. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like, I'm really intuitive. And can I find a way to do this by, like, lower the like, AC? I can't. I have to roll a nat 20 to make this. Uh, so, like, I'm trying... I had to roll an 18. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> And I'm like, I need to do it. Can I roll a really high in, 
uh, uh, insight to better prepare myself for the striking of this forger forging and I will make a persuasion rule to force you to let me use my insight to lower the AC I was going to say <laughs> give me another persuasion check for him to look the other way at casting guidance on yourself it's a fucking 17 so it's a 30 uh, he like covers up his amulet like if there's something that you need to do to prepare do it oh my god uh, 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 mm. yeah no I'm, I'm good I think I'm prepared uh, and I will uh, <laughs> oh god oh god <laughs> I just cast Hellish Rebuke no um yeah, I'll cast Guidance on myself. Nice. Cast what, if I cast, what if I cast Scorching Ray? Well, he's heating up. That's not going to affect it. Um, yeah, I'll do Guidance. I'll just do Guidance, and I'm just going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, all right. Uh, so, uh, take your armor off. Place it right there. He, like, sets up, like, a rounded anvil for you to place the armor on. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, stick. We'll put this uh, staff or this uh, sword right here. He puts it where the javelin was. All right, uh, all right, I'll get the bellows going, get the bellows going, and go ahead and roll your guidance first. So that's a four. Nice. So I have to roll an 18, 18 or higher. Yeah, same as Lyra. Well, no, I have a plus two. Okay. So 16. 16 or higher. That's much better. Yeah. But okay. if you roll a six or lower, the great sword breaks. You don't lose that. Mm. Or four lower, because ten. Okay. I'm so mad. I'm so mad right now. Do you want to know what I rolled? Do you want to know what I rolled? Do you want to know what I rolled? I rolled a 15. I'm one shy away of a 22. I have a 21. You almost get the same runes transcribed from the greatsword onto the breastplate. But you get jostled at the last second as Candle bumps into you. Are you done that? And you do not inscribe the runes. But the greatsword does not break. You still have your crit greatsword. And, oh, I've confused the greatsword for the dispel magic axe. The DC should probably should have been higher anyway, because you're manufacturing a spell. Uh, but uh, you do not, you are not successful in transcribing this. Uh, he dumps the hundred gold into the drawer uh, with the other gold, the crossbow, and the blast pellets. Oh, everyone give it up for Kali! An excellent try! I'm sure you'll get it next time. Uh, but for the meantime, there's a drink coupon there, and, uh, oh, my drawer is full. He presses a button on the wall, like, alright, time to send this upstairs. Alright. Uh, Just immediately Kali. round. Kali, that was, no, like, that was so close, girl. Like, for someone who's not, like, trained in this, that was real nice. I'm just yeah, saying, well, let me run and jump, it would have been better. <laughs> Callie, no no I, doubt, no doubt. I'm sure it would have been. I'd hate to break the seal, but can we go to the girls' room? Yeah. Fine. Fine. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna make some armor. 
Candle, you're so gonna get grounded. I cannot wait. You're gonna make some armor? I'm gonna make some armor. Are you proficient in smith skulls? Yeah. You are? Do I would it. hate for someone to bump into you while you're forging Candle. Uh, my, my, my smith. Mm. Candle, candle smith. smith what? Candle smith Lyra. Yep. Yeah. Candlesmith Lyra. That's, I got it. That's up. That's, that's your name. That's our name. That is your first name and your last. Grandma Nemesis Lyra. Grandma Nemesis Lyra. And then what's your mom's name? Lyra. Lyra. Lyra what? Smith. Smith. Lyra. Okay. That's my middle name. That's, You're right. That's a family name. I got it yeah. from mom. Myra Smith, Myra Smith, Myra. What's up, Myra? It's okay. Don't think about it too much. Oh, oh, no. No. no, he needs to think about it. <laughs> Callie is very bitter. I don't want um, to think. We know. <laughs> Go forge a little armor. Okay. And then I'm assuming we're going to the bathroom to do illegal things. <laughs> yeah, I want to go into the bathroom. I'm thinking. I'm touching for you. I just was thinking. I'm going to find probably um in. We're in the bathroom. We're in the, the handicap stall together. Candle doesn't make any plus one studded leather armor. Oh. He doesn't. Farts. Oh, tragic. Nice. He rolled. He rolled a sixteen though. He was close. Oh, Candle. Um, I would love to go in the bathroom with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candle, why don't you... I'm going to scoop up Candle like a baby and carry him into the girls' room. Hello. I'm going to go into the handicap saw. I'm going to pull down the changing table and the lay candle on <laughs> Um, I'm thinking... Are there any gems in the ceiling in here? Uh, you look around. You don't see... This is like... Everywhere else has been kind of open to the ceiling, like high ceiling. This is closed off thinking we go invisible we go upstairs where all of our things are and we steal them back and then we can like steal from the lost and found and we can steal from the forge items that people have failed and we can rob this casino and then we get out of here as fast as possible what things did you well i mean it's not really about the things i lost i don't think of it as losing i i created an opportunity to rob a casino. Yeah, but well, I... Well, because if, if, if Crazy Snake Lady went upstairs, right, there's a lost and found, there's a lost and found upstairs, and that's probably where all the people who tried to make things in the forge, it went up, it went up. He said, well, this basket's full, and it went up, so that just means there's tons of baskets up there with people's shit. And we can rob them all, and then we can be known for robbing a famous dwarven security place, and then we'll be famous. We'll be infamous, and we'll be hunted down by every dwarf community known to man. How many dwarves did you know before today? A few. Oh. <laughs> you definitely had, like, a teacher that was a dwarf, Callie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, they, they, just, they exist, right? Like, that's not a... Yeah, I mean, sure, probably. 
Not probably. Okay. <laughs> All right, circus girl. Um, Candle, can you do me a favor? Can you go invisible right now? Uh, go, do it. Is there an alarm or anything? There is not. Hear me out. I don't think Candle goes invisible using a spell. So Candle could see that. I like this. Yes. Candle. Candle will also die. Well, not if he's successful. And if when he's not? We save him. Mmm. Kelly, please. I just want to rob a casino once. I've wanted to rob a casino ever since I only saw Ocean's 12. <laughs> we'll need a full team. So once Galen's here. Fara, are you always need the grease now? I don't know anyone greasier than you. I'm not my own grease. <laughs> I bet you do. I can't see you. I'm invisible, babe. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cute dance, though. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Ray's like, y'all really just saying this shit out loud. That's why Kyle's just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> So you don't think we should do it? No, of course not. That's, that's stupidity. Okay. Well, then, I'm glad we've established that if someone robs this casino, it's not us. Yes, because that would be stupidity. Yeah. I, and I do think Karibo was talking about robbing this place. That's crazy that someone who works here wants to rob from the place. Like, who would ever steal from a really big corporation? I mean, he said there were multiple of him. That does sound a little that like sounds... super cell agent-ish yeah. to me. Yeah, I guess we should just go get our free drinks at the bar. Yeah, we should probably reconvene with your mom. And just talk to you my know, mom and the hang God. Out. Yeah, we're gonna just hang out with normal people. And you also know that when the girl went to go in the uh, Lost and Found, she went, she went behind the bar. So like, oh. as if there's like a cat, like a cast, this is an employee entrance back there. <laughs> there's a cast member entrance! <laughs> We're like, yeah. Okay. Kelly just pulls her blue ID. She's like, I got this. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Uh, also, apparently, according to um, 4G, Mick, take all your things. Um, which, did he take our things, or did he just take our gold? He took our gold and my things. Oh, because you bet things and gold. Once you fail, like, if you fail the forging, you get the item you were trying to improve back. So, like, you have, like, your sword, you have the tribal sword and the, the uh, armor back. Lyra got, you got the javelin, the javelin and, and the sword, sword back. But not, like, the small stuff at the crossbow. Yeah, I didn't get the crossbow, or... Was it a Nyx crossbow? How many of those do we have? We have a whole bunch. Oh, we have more of them. I forgot. Don't you... Yeah, let me just pull... Sorry, I forgot, I forgot the things I lost weren't important. Did you just, like... <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, like... Right. <laughs> I mean, if we have a whole lot of them, why not just uh, try again? Oh, my God. I could try again. Yeah, just put a whole bunch of down, you know, curse, nicks, I've never failed before. So I've never thought of having to try again. That's not you true. You've never failed? Mm. Not. No, you can't fail if you don't go to school. Um, That's not true. You can fail at life. I mean, look at... We've tried to kill your boyfriend three times. 
Well, I've seen it only once. He's not my boyfriend. He's my brother. That's gross. It's your ex-boyfriend. Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> um, you know, the one that we killed and then tried to come back and kill us again. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at what's in this bag, and then we can talk about what we can. As grow Lyra up. says, I've never failed before. It cuts back to Galen. Uh, meditating in a field. Time to tear uh, my camera off. <laughs> Would it be stupid to say that if I wanted to go to the underworld to save her, that it would be null and void? It is an instinct common for heroes, Galen. Callie has lost her mother. Petrie has lost his father. It is unfortunately a part of many stories, stretching from the beginning of time to the future. Parents can only hope to shape their children into a fitting replacement for themselves. Hoping for immortality is not always what it's cracked up to be. I get up. I look at each of the portals. You like walk past like the 14-year-old self walking into the underworld. The 15-year-old self who has given up math. Uh, six years for six days. The 17-year-old who has given up five years for five days. 18 who's given up three years for three days. 19 who's given up two years for two days. 20 who's given up a year for a day. And... 21-year-old who has said goodbye right now. Is it wrong to at least want to say goodbye? time and space, even if you wanted to impart words to her, I'm sure she would hear them before she goes. She may just not be able to respond. And I'll do the the twenty for one day. You uh, like it's like pause as you walk past this list of or this list this row of these portals. You've become accustomed to walking near and stopping. Less of like you're choosing, and just because this one feels right. 
you look inside this portal and you see a 20-year-old version of yourself. Not quite the man you were, but 20 was when your mom really started to show this sickness. It was sort of the last time you guys were able to fight alongside each other and adventure together. This is probably the age you were when you had some of the happier moments before things turned more dour. <clears throat> uh, walking through this would burn through a bit of this helioic energy inside of you, but it would solidify those lessons your mom taught you at 20. Walking through this portal, Galen would come out the other side, cleric level 11, ranger level 5. You would be 20 in the body of a 20-year-old. And your mother would be alive and healthy for one more day. So this means that I have to go and head over and go see her. I need to go and see her right now then. I know it's. If I if if I go now, I'll have a head start. I just need that. If I ask for the charm, it's too much. We need that to get to California. I can ask them, but if not, then I guess I'll just venture through the labyrinth on my own. I felt pretty comfortable in there, so we can see what happens. A day would be enough to Iris message her and say your peace, even if you weren't set to venture through the labyrinth. If you were to delve into the labyrinth, you would have to be very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go talk to him real quick and see what happens. do an iris message not that decision which portal you walk through that's how we get out of this shit and 21 is like all cleric uh no 21 is your level stay exactly the same but okay. your mom like basically fades right now Got it. Then I'm going to do the Cleric 11, Ranger 5, where she's got one more day. All right. You, uh, like, hearing this, hearing Aurora reconfirm this solidifies it in your mind. You step through this portal, 
and looking back as you step through it, you are essentially walking back into the hotel, looking through this portal. Instead of being in the woods, you see your mom on a gurney in Camp Half-Blood. Pearl is like having a hand, like a cool rag on her forehead, and with just like a a deep breath, the first deep one she's taken in a while, Pearl like startles back and then like strangely just starts crying and like falls on top of your mom in a hug. And your mom, always the protector, like sits up and starts consoling Pearl immediately. As you like look back at this moment, um, Pearl with the gloves you left with her, like was able to keep your mom stabilized this entire time. Uh, you see your mom's gear next to you, next to her on the bed. This backpack she's had for as long as you can remember. The bow that she's always used strapped to it looks very simple, almost like a golden, like a metal compound bow. As you step out of this portal back into the hotel room, you feel a strange weight across your back, and you feel this bowstring across your chest as you now have Selena's bow on your back. The six, the remaining power of Helios that she once had, you can feel it sort of swell in your chest as more... It makes you at ease. It almost like this rush of power is enough for you to relax your shoulders slightly. This little bit of light power eases as you remember the lessons your mom taught you. Quieting your breath not to disturb your prey. Moving silently through the trees so that you don't draw predators. And with her bow on your back, Galen, you are not the demon of Aurora. You are the demon of Helios. And that's where we're going to take a little break for tonight. And that's where we'll end it for this episode. Well, Half-Bloods, I told you to be dangerous. I don't blame you if you run away right now. Until next time, we've been Dyson Demigods. Bring on the real world. (laughs) 